Hey buddy. Hey buddy. How are you? Good man. How are you? What's going on? Good man. Nice to have a little bit of random kiss news on a on a, on a you know a slow news day. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. And what's nice about it is that it's we don't have to wait very long. What's the information? I haven't read a single thing, so lay it out to me. Here, let me uh, let me just pull it up really quick. And I'm gonna pull it up at the same time here. I just thought you know why not have this historic moment where you know I mean. How old is Ace Frehley? I mean, you know... Well, he's getting close to 70, right? I mean, gotta be. If he's not, I thought he was born in 51. He's 152. I mean, I don't know if he's... You, you pull up the info. I'm going to do my Ace Frehley research. You know, we should have this all together at Kistorian, but as you know, a lot of the guys are on strike. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, it looks like Origins Volume 2, at least according to this story, is coming out September 18th. We've already got the cover of our work, and it's, uh, it's basically just the inverse of the last one. Our ace looks like he's going to the dark side or something. Well, you didn't get the, you don't think it's a Batman reference with the with the spotlight? Oh, well, you know, I didn't even think of that. You're right. Well, with the, with the thing up in the sky. Gotham? I didn't even think of that. There was so much other crap going on. My first thought was that they just taken it from being, you know, a very white, uh, kind of fresh-looking thing to just kind of turning it on its head. And, uh, oh, you mean from the first origins? Right. It is New York again, and it's an island. I haven't zoomed in on it. I'm going to do I this think, as we're talking. I think it's Madison Square Garden, possibly in the middle. I don't know. Um, it's a stadium of some sort, for sure. Okay, let me check it out. You're right, you do have the bat signal, but it's the Ace Frehley signal, and that's really, that's very cool. This place is gonna be It says Robin Zander will sing on Ace Frehley original, and I knew that. But are there any songs or no? Yeah, yeah, I can give you the whole list. Holy sh! the album cover yeah on the the on the two uh, risers left and right actually there's three risers it's all ace right it's ace from three different eras 
Is that what I'm looking at? It's not crisp on my computer. No, no, it looks that way. No, it's not crisp at all. Whatever image that they got from wherever is is crap. But you hold on. But you think that yeah, in other words, that they didn't get fed this by the marketing company, or they wouldn't have given you somebody, somebody got it and. It's, I'm not saying it's not legit, it's just not high resolution, so you can't right. figure out shit. But you're right, it does appear that they are kind of like statues, maybe, of Ace. Yeah! From different eras, and, but I'm sure, but the thing is, they can get away with it because they're so small, right? Well, but listen, hold on, Ace has had his... anyway, probably. Well, Ace has had his... Out anyway. Ace has had his name on the headstocks. You know, on the on the first origins, you know, he had his face, the kiss face. So what I'm looking at is, I look at the album cover on the left uh, riser. It looks like it's his 77, 78, and then on the right, it looks like a Destroyer tour, and then on the bottom, it looks like Dynasty. The bottom right. Am I? Well, I, I think top right, you've got uh, uh, what is that? 76. Or- uh, 70, yeah, it might be, what's the tour before, where he had the circular things around his arms? You know, this is definitely Destroyer. Um, I can't, it's so... It's, I know, it's so it, buried. I can't even see it. So I'm wondering what's behind him, too. Are they amplifiers? Are they cities? It's really funny. No, I mean, right behind him, above his head is a stadium, and it might be Madison Square Garden. Um, it, or or something in L.A. I, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but it's definitely a stadium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the got the Empire stuff. State, so it's Just New York really again. Hard to make out the rest of it, you know. I like I like that it's connected to the first Origins record. No, I think it's smart, and it, it, it's always fun to just say, "All right, the last one was white. Now this one's gonna be." Now they didn't just go black and white. They, you know, they mixed it up, but it's definitely done, darker. It's just inverted, and that's pretty cool because, um, yeah, it's just amazing how how much how much stuff he's churning out. Also, the the, the Les Paul doesn't have his face on it. It's a classic triple custom. Les Paul, when, like he used to play, without, you know, it's not the reissue with his face on the headstock. Good. Space trucking is is uh, deep purple. We've got another Kink song. We've got Humble Pie. We've got Hendrix. Um, I want to check the song Kicks. What do you think it is, Rich? I don't know what it is. Kicks, God, yeah. I wonder if it's by imagine. Slade. Slade. Oh, let's see what the song is. Kicks is by Paul Revere and the Raiders. Oh, that's cool. Wow, he's yeah. It's kind of a way deeper list. I can't believe he's doing Lola. Oh my God! You know, you know, like his version of uh, the Joker. Yeah. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. You know, it's a little much. Like I'd even rather he tried to sing it. 
more like Steve Miller if he can do it or do something completely different. Thank God he's not singing 30 Days in the Hole. He listened to that twice, and I haven't listened to it again. Jumping Jack Flash. Jesus, that's going to be fun. No, so listen, without hearing a fucking thing, right? What would you pick as the single? Obviously, Ace always does covers as his single anyway, and now these are all covers. Uh, oh, but he's going to do She. Maybe he does that fucking solo we were talking about on the last epi. Oh, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Well, one could... One could you ever be, see him, you know, he... fucking cool. He apparently used to, you know, different people would talk at different points in the shows. And one of the songs he would introduce was She. And, and he did this when they reunited, you know, when they went to Australia and it was with Eric Singer. And all of a sudden it turned into a jam. And like, you could tell Gene wasn't happy, but all of a sudden they started just pulling riffs out of his ass and he went into She and he goes, you know that girl, She gone out. So I think that that's how he used to introduce the song. She, anyway. Wow. So anyway, what would you just, at a glance here, if you were his record agent, you haven't heard anything, it goes up to the top, Mr. Big sitting there, he goes, so what's Mr. Fraley doing now, right? Okay, and he gets the song list, and he's like, okay, just, you know, 3,000 feet, 30,000 feet. Think about it, hold on. Uh, I would say, I mean, look, me personally, I prefer with something a little, like a deeper cut that not everybody knows. Yeah, but that's, you get a single, I would, yeah. I would, you know, I would go with Manic Depression. Or Jumpin' Jack Flash. Yeah, Jumpin' Jack Flash. I mean, Jumpin' Jack Flash is the one because it's, it's the fucking Rolling Stones. You want to hear something uh, funny? Mom's favorite. I mean, I want to hear what he does with it, but I'm definitely more interested in Manic Depression. Uh, and I bet 30 Days in the Hole is pretty sweet. Um, well, you know, Manic Depression was so complex in the first part that it it's not a radio song because it's... It's just so esoteric, you know? I mean, it's it's like jazz and all kinds of things, you know? I mean, and, and you know, Jumpin' Jack Flash, obviously, is a straightforward hit. Good times, bad times might be cool. We don't know. Oh, God, you know, and, and then I just looked at it again, and Lola, I mean, you know, it's like... Yeah, but Lola, I just can't believe he's going to sing that well. Um... You know, the funny thing I was going to tell you is... Yeah, I can already imagine how it's going to sound. Unless he goes back to the way he used to sing, which, to be honest, I kind of prefer. You know? But if he sings it like Joker, it's not going to be... No, he doesn't, you know... You know, it's sort of like they pushed him into that. It's like, he can sing, especially when he's singing, you know, just chilling, like he did on Anomaly. So, but I was going to say, well, you know, if Robin Zander's on it, 30 Days in the Hole is like, you know, real rock aficionados know that, but when you mention it to like non-musicians, they don't know it. But if you play it to them, they're like, oh yeah, right? 30 Days in the Hole, if it's got fucking Robin Zander on it, maybe it's fucking happening. I'm just hoping that they took one song, right? And pushed it to the toppermost of the poppermost. And I wanted to tell you something. Yeah. Mom's favorite song growing up was We Gotta Get Out of This Place. It's the animals, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a weird song to do. I just, we gotta get out of this place. It's the last thing we ever do. You know, like, what are you, what's he gonna do with that? It's weird. 
don't know. I hope he, you know, I hope, <coughs> hope everything is in balls to the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a really interesting list, especially since several of the songs. By the way, I figured out what politician is. By thank the way. you. It's Cream. Yeah. Wheels of Fire. Uh, yeah, yes. I don't know it. I mean, maybe I do know it. I just don't know it by name, but I've got it. I mean, that's it. So it's I wish he recorded it in a fucking garbage can like I've been doing. You know, because, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, listen to fucking Hotter Than Hell. I'm just saying he's just been pushing. You know, it's like, it's like, where do you stop? You know, like, I've enjoyed the last two records, but they're just so overdriven that, like, getting them on vinyl does very little to separate the sound. It, you know, you get in the earphones and you can hear the tones, but it's just a little overdriven, which is why I love Anomaly. And he spent more time on that, and it's a short record, but there's way many flav more flavors there and warmth in his singing and the approach. And somebody told him at some point, you know, one trick wonder, do your thing and push it out every song because people think by singles and single songs that they hear. So it doesn't matter if you did the same solo on fucking four songs on the album. It's just like, go Ace Fraley on that solo. Go Ace Fraley shit because somebody heard it. They're like, fuck, it's Ace, right? And I just wish he wasn't playing that game, um, you know, that he has on the last two records. To well, some I mean, extent. You know, Mission to Mars did a little bit of that where, you know, literally, I mean, before you even get to the first, you know, what song was it? You get to the first verse. He's already done like a, a 30 minute or 30 second solo, which is great, you know, but it's like, you know, why don't you kind of tease us a little bit? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I don't like the, I think the intro could completely be scrapped, frankly. There's nothing special about it to me. They could have gone gone on, 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 right into the fucking song, but that's just me. But you well, know, Ace yeah, Ace doesn't have anybody editing him. That's part of the problem. Yeah, no, I was sorry. Uh, I was just thinking, not the song, but a song off Mission to Mars, and I think it's called. Uh, it was the first single. Um, God, what was it called? Your wish is my command, or uh, oh, no, no, Bronx no, Boy. No, you know, we're talking a few albums. No, sorry, it's not Mission to Mars. It's Space Invader. Fuck it, fuck it. Anyway, whatever song it was, it was really good. But he comes in like blazing, fucking at the beginning. Yeah, it was uh, give me a feeling, cause it yeah, give me I a feeling. Yeah, he comes in blazing. I love it, but it's like it comes in right away, <coughs> and it, it's great because it's like, hey, I'm back, and he's got like the yeah. play going. Like it's almost like what was cool about it was that he's doing basically, he's like he's taking that live Ace Frehley solo putting it in a song and I love that oh the whole like just kept going and it was very cool hey listen let me do that drum part when he goes when he goes yeah it's it's I mean when you heard that you were amped right so that was the idea very well I mean I remember it and I get Ace like going ahead and just fucking winging songs, you know, like here, you know, felt good because that's the way he works. Um, but here and there, there's a few things that, you know, a producer would have said, you know, but we learned to love it. And uh, I hope that he gives this, you know, he's got plenty of fucking time. I know the thing's been in the can for a while, right? Well, yeah, the, the articles that I pulled up, um, 
were saying, I think they were saying, and this was... It was supposed to be out in March. What? It was supposed to be out in March. Right, and the articles that I was seeing that were all dated, like, whatever, September or whatever, 2019, they were all saying it was in the can. Yeah. You know, and um, obviously with everything that's been going on, it had to be pushed back. But yeah, it's good to know that he's not doing... I mean, maybe he had to do... You know, some overdubs or what have you, maybe remotely, but but he records at home anyway. So, and you know, Robin Zander, if they had to add a, like something here or there, I'm sure he fucking did it over a... Language! <laughs> Language. Oh, sorry. I'm sure he did it over like a phone line or however they do it these days. You know, there's a way to do it. So, uh, where people don't have to be, like they don't actually have to be there. And, um, you know, whatever kind of, you know, Brucing up that they needed to do. Hey, r- real quick, buddy, while I have you, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yeah. Little Kiss Story and Gonzo uh, talk. So, unmasked, Ace Fraley solo, Fraley's comment and Ace Fraley, his solo releases. We've got what? We've got Fraley's comment. We've got second sighting. We've got live plus one, right? Yeah. And then what? We've got Trouble Walking. Anomalous. Anomaly. Anomaly. uh, Space Invader. And then Space Man. (laughs) Right? Yeah, but you also have... Yeah, you got Spaceman, and you have Origins Volume One, and then right. No, so but let's. I'm going with original music, and I'm going to even cut out Live Plus One. So we got Fraley's Comet, we got Second Sighting, we got Trouble Walking, Anomaly, Space Invader, and Spaceman. And I'm asking you, yeah, on a stack of Kiss cards, to to put them in order in like you know space capsule you know value like you know if you buy the if you buy the the cheap package from for mace you just you only get one record in the capsule but in order you know how do you rank the records i finally said it you know uh i would probably go uh, i'd go uh the first fraley's comet album and we're not we're first sorry really quick we're not counting the so the first solo album Correct, because that's obviously the crucible, and it, it sits upon yeah, the mantle. Yeah, there's no point, um, because it's the best. But, uh, yeah, I would probably go the first Fraley's Comet album. Ooh. Then I would probably go, and I know it's, you know, it doesn't, it's not the greatest album on Earth, but as far as, you know, my memories and, and, and time capsule-wise, I would probably then go, uh, I'd probably go Second Sighting. Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I you have some. You have wow. Todd Howard. Todd Howard spoke to you. No, it's not. No, it's not the. It's not necessarily the songs. It's just the time and place that, for whatever reason, you know, uh, there's great. Obviously, there probably are better performances and better songs on uh, on Trouble Walking, but for whatever reason, that album, you know speaks to me more because it's you know it's kind of a continuation of the first one and it's it's just time locked so you know and probably maybe because it's like uh that i whatever was going on in my life
life at that time, I was just more into it than I ended up being into Trouble Walking. I mean, for instance, like Insane, it, it's a ridiculous song, but I love that song. I love the fucking riff. I love the guitar solo. I love everything about it. And not to say there isn't stuff like that on Trouble Walking, but so I would have to say, yeah, the first, those first two albums are one and two. Then I would probably go to either Anomaly or or Space, I might do Space Invader on, uh, because I, I don't know, I preferred that album to an Anomaly. Uh, okay, so you're going number three, Space Invader. And then I'm going four, Anomaly. And then whoa, 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 where's Trouble Walking? Ooh, yeah, sorry, sorry. I really need to see this on a sheet of paper. I know, that's what I'm working with. Yeah, that's the problem. I have a sheet um, of paper. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, because, uh, yeah, it's funny, it, you know, it's like what we, what I always would say about, you know, the Stones or, or the Beatles or Kiss or whoever you want to talk about, anything that was during the actual, like, the older it is, for the most part, it's closer to the real vibe, it's closer to what they really are, and it's better. And so, yeah, I might have to say, uh, yeah, I might have to say the fourth, the fourth spot might go to Trouble Walking, then the fifth would be Anomaly, and then the sixth would be uh, Space Man, right? I mean, okay. Is that you want to hear mine? Yeah, yeah. I wish I had it in front of me. I, I might do it differently, but that's just okay. No, you know that's pretty reasonable. And I understand your thoughts. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I, so. <laughs> but I really do. I mean, because Trouble Walking, you know, is also like at a tough time, and we kind of saw the the under, you know, the 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 underbelly of that. You know, we we know what was going. Or, you know, we each have an experience there. Well, yeah, where, there's a few things on that album. Yeah, so like the hope, the hope seemed fairly lost in a weird way, except that the record was great. So I guess I would go. I love that first Fraley's Comet record, so we're gonna go with the Comet out of the box. You got. I mean, think about all the songs on that. They're they're all pretty. Even the Todd Howard. And then song, I gotta go to Anomaly. Strong. I I gotta go to Anomaly. Two. Two. Okay. Yeah. Three is Trouble Walking. Okay. Yes. Four is Space Invader, and and five is Spaceman. You know, and I feel weird because I wrote this glowing review of each one of them, and and you know I wrote a review about Spaceman, and this guy got on to me, get on, you know, got on to me, and he, yeah, <laughs> and whatever, he, he got he got on my back on one of the, the Facebook pages. His name oh, was yeah, his I name was remember. his name was Gene actually, and anyway. <laughs> He's like, he said that Spaceman is a piece of shit. And I, I said, no, no, no. And I told him all the reasons it was great. But here I am ranking at number five. Um, so now I'm going to, just because we're, we're, you know, while the iron is hot, Wait, 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 wait. Wait, are you sure you can't put second sighting? you got to put second sighting above that. Oh, shit. Hold on. I mean, come on. Fraley's coming. Anomaly trouble walking. Hold on one second. Yeah. For some reason, uh, juvenile delinquent is dropping into my head. I love the little bridge, you know. 
Life's too short. You gotta realize. He's like, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. But listen, listen. Yeah. So what you're saying is, Spaceman is kind of deluded Ace in a desperate spot, and it, it doesn't quite hold the water, and maybe it needs more time to steep. So Second Sighting's got to come in here, and you know, and I have no problem with the Howard songs. And you're right, it's sort of like, I have like, turned that into the, you know, the bastard stepchild. I've literally ignored it here in my list as if it didn't exist, and yeah, yet, emotionally. Yeah, but you gotta remember that at the time, yeah. you were, you were, you know, you were into that album, for sure. Okay, okay, so here, here's what I'm gonna do. I still think Space Invader has so much cool shit. That I've got to give, I've got to give Second Sighting the five slot, and then Spaceman the six. No, that's no, I get that, but you know, I guess what I'm trying to say about um, Second Sighting is that it's still closer. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that just because it's older that it's better. I'm just saying it is closer to the Ace that we know and love. Except that three songs on there are completely different than Ace, but we bought into it on the first I record. I don't care about those songs, you know, because the thing is, there's a lot of albums done by a lot of people that you just say, that's filler, I don't need to listen to that, and that's okay. You know, uh, I mean, obviously... So, you know, hold on, so let's talk about... Let's like the whole album to be great, but... Okay, okay, hold on, you're right. So we're gonna just talk really quick. So, second sighting. We've got Insane. We've got uh, Frozen Fingers on a Coco Wheel. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. That's awesome. Uh, I, what is that? Uh, um, Dancing with Danger? Dangerous. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like a, it's like a fucking Glenn Fry song. But it's, but it's really good in the solo. It's just got urgency. Dude, dude, dude. I gotta tell you something. I've fallen through a fucking wiki hole. I'm, I just searched Ace Frehley's second sighting Wikipedia, and you know what it said? It looks there there aren't any matches for your search. Oh, that's because I'm set to the last 24 hours. Jesus Christ, I thought we had lost the album forever. I thought I'd, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, 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 I know he put it out. I know it happened. Okay, here we go. I just want to read the song. So we got Insane, Dancing with Danger, Loser in a fight, that's, he sings, I like when he sings on that, you know. Let's think that you can see it. So, and then you got Separate, which is pretty weak, but I like how raw it is and that they left it, and I love the solo. No, but it's a great... It's, you got Acorn is Fitting. It's a great riff, and the, and the fact that, like, back then, you could put, like, a song that's, like, that slow and kind of meandering, and it could be on an album, and you can just let it, and you just listen to it. I mean, back then, you would just let an album roll, and that's why I even ended up liking... You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to slag Todd Howard. I'm just saying that I, I like some of those songs because back in the day, you let the album roll, and, you know, the more times you listen to it, you're like, hey, I actually kind of dig that. I mean, yes, I'd rather all the songs were by Ace. And, yeah, they have a different feel, but it's kind of like the Van Hagar thing. You know, it's like initially it was like, what the fuck is this? Sammy's, like, fucking cheesy, and, you know, he's doing a lot of and shit. But, but... You 
know, you end up, you know, 20 years later, 30 years later, you're like, that's a good, that's a good song. You know, it may not be Ace Frehley or it may not be the kind of song I wanted, but it doesn't mean it's not a good song. Maybe it just belongs on another album, whatever, you know, but it's still good. Well, you know what? Uh, I love Time Ain't Running Out. And I love Calling to You off the first oh, I record. Love, yeah, I love that. Um, you and yeah, that when they go to that, when they go, that's why that album is top, top notch, number one, because there's a couple of things on pretty much every song that even if it's not the greatest song lyrically or melody wise, when they go, when they break it down and they go into the solo section or whatever, there's some serious magic happening, you know, and those are the parts that you look forward to. Colin, do you have it? Uh, uh, well, actually, yeah. It. They're all like, you oh, know what? Oh, I can't wait for that part. You know what? We're overlooking also the fact that, you know, you had two world class drummers on those uh, first, well, on several of these records, but, you know, it was a totally different feel with Jamie Aldaker to Anton Fig, but also it's like way further back in the pocket. Yeah. But, you know, I would love something. I mean, you know, I interviewed Jamie, but I didn't get to really, I would love to really hear more about it, but. Uh, well, it's more obvious, you know, I would say, it's more obvious on the live thing from Hammersmith Odeon that he's really, really back in the pocket. You know, on the album, it's, do you know what I mean? I feel like it's a little bit, I mean, it doesn't sound like Anton, but it's a little bit more straightforward. When it's live, you really Oh, yeah, that. well, when you when you hear songs like Cold Gin and stuff like that, you've already heard before. Well, and even, and I would, and, you know, he was really, the songs from Second Sighting, he, I don't know if he takes liberties or it's just different live, but, you know, it's, I remember the first time I heard it, I went, well, why can't he just, you know, it was just weird. Why can't he just play it, you know, and so we can, like it just seemed like a bit of a struggle for Ace to kind of, um, you know, timing-wise and stuff. But it, it definitely makes everything more interesting than it than it would be. You know, it's not nearly as straightforward, and it's uh, it ends up making everything sound really, really fucking kind of cool. You know, obviously. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool moment, and you know, I get the vibe of what you're saying about second sighting. Uh, you know what's weird is like, cause you, we're extrapolating here, but imagine Ace like, you know, kind of like, like Kiss, kind of like dreamed up his new thing and it made sense to him with, you know, the Space Ace and it's Fraley's Comet. But when the rose didn't bloom, right? Yeah. And then they went to, I remember, you know, I bought, I bought uh, um, Trouble Walking and Hot in the Shade on the same day at Sanger Town Mall. Okay. And they both yeah. had a song on it, you know. Did they make sure that you were, you know, like, feeling okay? <laughs> you know, they didn't, uh, there was no, you know, there, at, the, at that time there were very few Kiss Army intervention uh, No, but I mean, I wonder if the person at the counter was like, are you sure you, are you sure about this? You want to buy both of these? Um, I don't know that they've even connected the two, you know. They're just trying oh, to do their I know. job. Just being. But, you know, we're going to do one a month, and this is pretty, you know, we just covered a lot of ground there. We, we did, actually. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, we went, I mean, probably spent more time on And Sunday. this is the way to do it when we just, you know, without planning it. More time on second sighting than anybody ever <laughs> has or will. 
he's ever done that is for sure i mean it's really it's got it all you know what i mean it's really well thought out i mean it is it's a ridiculous concept but it's perfect for him and topped off by the video i mean it's just like it it it, 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 it really is like it's very truthful and it's you know what right I mean? and you know what as as uh as liam said if a record company's behind the song, they can push it down their throats. Yeah. That, that... Yeah. You know, they took the time and they did the video. So around that time is when, this is the uh, funny little closer story. When I got the gig at Washburn, you know, initially, before I became head of artist relations, I worked in customer service and they had done that Ace Frehley guitar. Now this is like 91, I'm working there, but the Ace Frehley guitar was right around the initial... Fraley's Comet record, right? Yeah. And they had some, you know, paraphernalia still around, and I ended up asking questions, like, to the sales guys, like, what happened with Ace Fraley? And the story was that the A&R guy at the time went to New York to do the deal, and at the last minute, like, Ace kind of held them ransom, and he said, you know, he would sign the deal, but he needed hookers and blow. And, and the phone call came from New York to, to Rudy, from, you know, Rudy Schlocker from Washburn. And the famous story is, you know, he's like, you know, put Rudy on. He goes on the speakerphone. He's like, hey, we're about to sign the deal. He's like, but I got a problem. He's like, I need like 3,000 bucks. He's like, why? He's like, they want this some stuff. They got lined up and then we'll sign the deal. And Rudy apparently famously said, can you get a receipt? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Anyway, with that, let's close this this episode of the Castorian Brothers. I'm sorry if I ruffled your feathers early on. We'll do some serious editing to protect uh, our integrity. Yeah, I think, I think yes, if you would. And, um, yes, sir. <laughs> I, do think, I do think overall it was good. And um, for the most part... I, I envy yeah. us. What, what? I envy us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, anyway, buddy, um, I'm going to hop off. But, no, we ended up, it ended up being pretty good. So. All right. Have a great night. Thanks, man. Good night, buddy. Bye.